Good afternoon. Right now it is 12.06 and you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. As we are coming on, this is the 12 Noon Report. It is. Let me get a little bit this way, right? Juan is a little off center. There we go. That's better. Let's stay in the center of the screen, Juan. Folks, let me, uh, I'm just checking with, uh, excuse me on this, but I, I want to just um, check as far as the, um, oh, do I want to be, I actually want to this way a little bit more. I apologize, but I want to line up for the, uh, oh, no, 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 wait, wait a minute. I'm going to know in a moment as far as the uh, live stream, okay, that we're doing on Facebook. One, I do want to be more this way. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, good afternoon to everybody. Sorry about that. <coughs> Folks, I apologize. Of course, this is primarily a radio program, but then we also do simulcast um, and do our live stream uh, on the page, by the way, just continues to explode. Uh, We're experiencing record growth. Uh, Our relationship with FB has has never been better than it is right now. I will say that people are um, really responding they, they like what we're doing. I'll say that uh, without question. I think I can say that. I know I can say that. Um, no, they, they obviously people do, and it's getting more and more popular. And again, good afternoon. We'll let everybody file in. I'm a little late. I was adjusting something. We were um, going through and adjusting something with the, the live stream. Folks, the hours are just so long these days. My goodness. Someone said to me, Juan, it, it almost seems like you don't get a day off. Well, that would be correct. My goodness. Yes, as a matter of fact. When you have, um, there we are. There I am. All right. Hi there. Well, there's Heather. All right. We're Tuesday Live. We have some big news, actually. Um, and I'm going to break it, it down for you. Okay. So, again, and by the way, thank you to everyone. Uh, FB this, Susan and Anna. And uh, well, 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 T- Tiffany's running late. And then Denise, yes, sound is perfect. I appreciate that, folks. Remember, thank you for all the stars in advance. You can send stars. This um, <clears throat> this portion of the program, and it's a big one, folks, is brought to you. And I want to appeal, especially those Providence South who can um, visit PR Land. Well, everyone can. People drive in from Massachusetts and Connecticut. But especially the Warwick, North Kingstown, Cranston crowd coventry and so forth pr landscape materials and garden center folks i've never had this is a record year for me for mosquito bites do you know i've actually i've i try to go as long as i can into the season without a mosquito bite but uh because of these nights where i'm out and and because of the nature of where we've had to go to cover the missing person case my goodness it's like juan is running a blood bank for crying out loud (coughs) But anyhow, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Full-scale nursery garden center. Stop it and see them. By the way, I want to thank also, uh, I have her name. Someone was so kind and brought me some very nice bug spray. And so it's no reflection on um, on that individual. I have her name. She was so kind to do that. And, and has a nice lemon smell to it. So, um, I, you know, listen, it's one thing you, you can smell off, but... This is definitely not like that. But PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, before the program completely goes off the rails here, folks, stop it and see them. Everything is available. Uh, Annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs. Good afternoon, Debbie and Steve and Junior and Byron. 10-inch, 12-inch moss baskets, hanging patients, large selection, beautiful patio pots, vegetable plants and herbs, tropical mandevillas, hibiscus plants, screen loom and mulch are available. Pickup and delivery, mulch, dark piney, black, and hemlock, crushed stone, full-scale nursery. They're also on Facebook. Gift certificates are available. They're open seven days a week. They grind it. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. Well, folks, I want to direct your, uh, again, good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. It is Juan, <coughs> the chosen Juan. Um, hold on. What was the, uh, oh, there was a good line last night. Someone had... Last night, if you caught the live stream with Ladybug, that was one for the books. When the police showed up, the, if, you, if you're not on Facebook, which is totally fine. You know, I'm not even offended 
Um, if someone says, well, I'm not on Facebook, I just regard that as, as if, you know, I don't get every streaming service. So if there's someone watching something and um, and it's on like stars or something, I, I don't I don't get offended at that. Granted, I'm not saying I should get offended at that. Uh, but last night was one for the books. There was quite the broadcast. What was the good lines someone had? Um don't you know it? Now I'm blanking on it. Somebody put, and if it gets my attention like that, it was pretty funny. Um, oh, damn it, I'll think of it. I will think of it. Uh, something like, I don't know, I'll think of it. But anyhow, if you haven't seen it, go to the website, depetro.com. We were there. And we also broke some news. I'm going to start off. Now, listen. I can't even begin to explain to you, and for those on Facebook, that is the den of thieves behind me. It, the, the state is like beyond broken. Um, at this point, Governor McGreed is, Governor McKee is like just, he, he's almost like intent on running the place under the ground. But check out the website to Petro.com, and let me just, one of our sponsors there is the Centerdale Revival Comfort Food and Cocktails. Folks, Shane, they do such a great job. Stop it and see them. 2025 Smith Street, North Providence. I love it there. I'm going to be going there soon. It's Centerdale Revival right across from North Providence Town Hall. So they're one of our sponsors um, on the website, which is depetro.com. But if you check out the website, folks, we have a couple of stories. Number one, and that is, <coughs> excuse me, um, I want to commend Parents United. They're lowering the boom and going after uh, you know, loudmouth Dan York and his actions. And it was really, and I, and I want to clarify this. This was his television show on Channel 12 that he, he made these statements to Tim White. Now, if you haven't seen it, I have the full video up on the website to Petro.com. And I want to commend Parents United. Now, you know, and, and for those that didn't see it, and I'm going to talk about the Charlotte Lester case. There's, there's a major development there. But... <clears throat> Former cheerleading coach charged with child molestation. So this is a different twist. It's a female. Um, so and, and on her Facebook page, she has pictures of, I think that's her child. Unless, I don't know. Alicia Tax, 33, facing five counts first degree child molestation. Two counts of second degree. First degree, we'll break it down with our legal expert. That, but... Um, that really means penetration of some kind. Um, but if you were to follow the train of thought of, of, of Dan York, who has that show on Channel 12, I, I guess Channel 12 should try to find all the other cheerleaders that this person coached who didn't, who is not making accusations of first degree child molestation and two crowns of second-degree child molestation. And folks, I also just want to <coughs> notice the rest of the media, they don't even pick up on the fact that Parents United, and I give them credit, issued that uh, press release, scathing actually, and our friend Nicole Solis has, um, has just great quotes. Like, this isn't journalism. This isn't even a discussion. This is a bromance between Fathead and Coach Thomas. But before I talk about the Charlotte Lister case, I, I just want to point out that so many people, it, like, it, and it is frustrating. Social media is something that I live with. Social media is something that I enjoy. But as I've said, it, in the past, people might hesitate to espouse their views on something they, that they might have hesitated or not had the opportunity on something that they know nothing about. The problem now is people just... They just like they call like they throw up anything that occurs in their mind. So I know like someone will say, well, no one even listens to York anymore. That's not the point. Uh, it doesn't matter whether it's a highly rated or low rated. It is the platform that he is given. And that is and this was not, you know, listen, I, I was on WPRO for 10 years. I have a, a special um Fondness, if you will, uh, because of, you know, meeting Salty, that kind of put me on the path going way back. But that, that's not the point. It was on Channel 12. And this goes along with to scoff at, 
What are you kidding me? Why? What did this chair? Let's again stay with the cheerleader story for a moment. Um, when is, when is the media going to do a story on the twenty to thirty uh, girls that she was uh, coaching who aren't making molestation charges? That's the attitude. But of course, there's you know media blackout. <clears throat> there is. I've I've raised the point. Parents United did did their part about it. Um, it it's pretty. You know the whole attitude of it's no big deal, and. These guys probably just be uncomfortable, naked. I mean, it, it's just so beyond the pale. But when you put that into some of the other equations that come into the news, if you take that attitude of um, <clears throat> when are you going to do a when are you going to do a story on all the girls that that this woman coached that 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 aren't saying sexual molestation, you know that that that's quite a that's quite a take. Uh, obviously, rather insensitive. As I have said, when you're talking about Predators, And by the way, folks, if anyone doesn't think right now that there is an epidemic in Rhode Island, could be everywhere, but let's just focus here. There is a horrible situation with coaches, abuses, children, and I would argue that that attitude by Fathead, by York, that does tend to intimidate victims and not want to come forward because it's it's really a passive aggressive way of saying it's no big deal you know and and for for every five of you that come forward and say you know the coach was touching my privates inside a closet naked when i was 15 years old and breathing on me and kneeling below me and everything else for every five of you, we're going to get 55. They're going to say they didn't think it was a big deal. And blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's the attitude. Tell me differently. <clears throat> I want to give credit to Tim White who pushed back. But you see the, the full interview there. Folks, it's on the website, dipetro.com. Um, and I also, what I did was, I'm going to talk about the Charlotte Lester case because this this is major. I also realized, folks, that um, that many times, if you're new to a story, and with social media, like people don't hesitate to just like start messaging me. And, um, and it, as I've said in the past, the problem is it kind of becomes like if you feed a stray dog, they always come back. So if I respond once, it's followed by like 10 questions. If, you, if you're new to a story, it, it, the onus is on you to kind of get up to speed with everybody, right? Instead of asking like everyone has to. It's like someone that walks in halfway through a movie. What's this about? Well, listen, you know, we've all been here watching it. You know, there are people like that. I can't have patience for someone like that. I can't even imagine. But there are people like that. They just walk in and and then they want everyone to stop what they're doing and explain what it's all about. Um, instead of just being there in the beginning and watching it with everyone else. But I, I will talk about the, the Charlotte Lester case right now, folks. But this portion of the John DePietro show, listen, this is a... A perfect time of year if you've been thinking of getting um, a lot of people are not traveling people are putting work into their home and J. Perry paving high quality fair pricing exceptional service listen on this Tuesday June 21st why not the longest day of the year by the way why not get your driveway paved J. Perry paving 20 years experience specialized commercial paving residential paving seal coating patios call them for a free estimate 401 732-1730, 401-732-1730, J. Perry Paving, licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting the client's needs. Give them a call, and whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway, it's J. Perry Paving. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing, J. Perry Paving. Look for them on Facebook. Again, call them for a free quote at 732 1730, 732, 1730. And remember, no one is better for veterans than J. Perry Paving. 401, 732, 1730. Now, with the Charlotte Lester missing person case. Now, also, let me also just say this about the uh, disclaimer on the coach Thomas North Kingstown. He has not been charged. There are three investigations. No one's denying that the test took place. 
and and it actually has turned into a federal case. But to date, he has not been. No one has been charged with a crime. There have been a several resignations, but no one has um, been charged with a crime. And I think, and I want to really give credit to Eli Sherman and Tim White at Channel 12. I, I think one of the bigger developments, and it's big, is this business that they uncovered last week that once the school, they wanted to make this go away. Okay, this isn't good. He's a coach, a teacher. He's giving these naked fat tests in the closet. Uh, we want that to go away, but they don't want to make a big deal of it. So they spent five grand on a machine and put it, boom, right in the middle of the locker room. But he's not done. He comes up with, we have to start doing puberty tests. That tells you a lot. It tells you he wasn't concerned about the, the juniors and the seniors. He was more the easier prey, seemingly, with a you know, freshman, sophomores, probably more the freshmen. So you come up with a puberty test that focuses on the younger students, which then still involve, they have to go in the closet, he's touching their stomach below the stomach. I mean, the whole thing is whacked, but it, it does, I think that's a big development because it shows the predatory nature uh, of it. And that, you know, th- this is someone, like I've said, it's like water seeping. You know, anyone, you, you ever do an experiment, you watch water seep, it just continues to look for the crack. No matter what hurdle they put up, Thomas was like ready to navigate around it, right? They say, you don't have to do the naked fat test in the closet anymore. <clears throat> We're going to um, get you this machine. He comes up with, well, I need to do a pure, I mean, it's just beyond the pale. But the Charlotte Lester case, folks, this is new info. Um, I've obviously many times uh, people know that have been following the case that um, we, we've put a lot into it. But the reason is, is because when you when you when people see I have found my experience when when people sometimes in the mix see that you're fully engaged, they are more likely to I, this has been my experience Then they are more more likely to give you info. Because then they can tell that you're not just like a passing thing. And, and I'll provide an example. <clears throat> if there's a reporter there from Channel 10, just as an example, the reporter more than likely is young, in from out of town. And you know what? They really don't care. The station told them, go file a report, minute 20 segment, and then that's it. There's a difference between one going on Father's Day, going in the morning, and then you you really get, you develop a lot in the story. We are so far ahead of the rest of the media on the story. But this is significant. I have found out. So, and, and, and even if you have a passing interest, it's a missing person case. No one has been charged. Charlotte Lester is missing. She was last seen alive Monday, May, Monday night, May 16th, headed towards this home on Staples Avenue, 29 Staples Avenue in Warwick. The owner is Mark Perkins. He has not been charged with a crime. Police were at his home. They executed a court-ordered search warrant in his home. And what I have learned is when they did execute the search warrant in the home, one of the things they found was that week that he had purchased a new mattress. Ready? I'll play devil's. Oh, is that against the law? Oh, so he's he's guilty for buying that? No, no, no one said that. This is not an easy case. It's just an interesting twist where someone suddenly gets a new mattress. Now, someone asked me, and I even, it's pretty obvious people don't fully read what I write. But anyhow, um, you know, well, where's the, here's a good question. Where's the old mattress? Yeah, that is a good question. <clears throat> no one knows. I don't believe anyone knows. Put it that way. Whatever he did with the old mattress, it is my understanding that he has not shared that. So, but that's a very interesting development. You know, and that's something that police look for. Do a search warrant. Kind of like when we had Lieutenant Gannon on that we're going to have on again. Talked about, you know, police, they come into the home, they see a lot of cleaning supplies, much like the Jazzy Korea case. Um, there's not, oh, so suddenly it's against the law to clean. No, 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 no one said anything it's against the law. It's all 
little clues. So we've learned her blood was found in the house. Police execute the search warrant and, huh, he's got a new mattress. When did you get the new mattress? Well, they can figure out he, he just got it that week. So that's interesting. She was last seen. It all adds to the timeline. Monday night, May 16th. And then sometime on either the 17th or the 18th or 19th, the owner of the home gets a new mattress. Where's the old mattress? I don't think that is known. As a matter of fact, I'm very sure that is not known. I've also learned, and again, it's all on the website, Dibitro.com, with our video from last night with Ladybug. That was just one for the ages. Uh, between hugging the telephone pole, feeling the steps, and then when the war police show up. And her confessing to the Warwick police that she did touch the steps and hug the bull. Um, <clears throat> she just never disappoints. <clears throat> um, I have learned that he was... I, I, I want to describe this accurately. It, it's not... I was. It was described for me that he was confident, almost cocky in dealing with the police. But not cocky like I haven't done anything wrong. This is what I was told. That they got more of a vibe of it's like secret, secret, I got a secret. You know? Um, Oh, yeah, she's missing. You know? And then his attitude was, and you're never going to find her. So that's interesting, right? Um, They were obviously had some form of a relationship. We saw the love notes that were found. Right behind Kent Hospital. They execute a search warrant on the home. They completely dug up the septic system, which is interesting. Now, someone else said, said I learned something of why isn't he back in the home? I have learned, and this part I don't have 100% nailed down, but I think it's because he doesn't have any plumbing. Because they completely removed the pipes. So what does that lead us to believe? Now, I want to repeat, this is a missing person's case. She is missing. We have not seen her. She was last seen. There's a reward. There have been three searches. But if he suddenly got himself a new bed, they found her blood there, and she was known to frequent the home. So it is possible. I'll give you a perfect example. Hey, we found her blood in your bathtub. Oh, yeah, she was over. She was taking a bath and she was shaving her leg. She must have cut her leg. Okay. Except then, as Lieutenant Gannon pointed out for us, unless they can determine if there was a large amount of blood. But where is the new, where's the owner of the home? He's not in the home, that's for sure. <clears throat> the police crime scene tape came off on Friday. I like people, well, where is he? I, you know, he's not telling us. By the way, he is, he could be in Florida. He could be in Europe. He's, I want to be very clear. He's not arrested. He's not charged with anything. <clears throat> we have no reason. I, we haven't learned if there's any, I can't imagine. We'll, we'll talk about our legal expert. I, I don't think the work police said, by the way, you can't leave the state. That's normally condition of parole after you've been arrested and charged, possibly considered a flight risk. So just make people understand he could be walking to TF at Green Airport as we speak. Purchasing a ticket to go to wherever. There's nothing legally binding him here. So, well, where is the old? I don't know where the old mattress is. Um, and I, I am not under the impression that he's sharing with police where the old mattress is. Now, I would imagine, according to our legal expert, to, I don't think legally he has to tell them where that is. Because remember, he has not been charged with a crime. So those are big developments. It's the little things. Now that's one thing that's new. We don't know other things that are new. But the fact that he went out and got himself a new mattress, I think that's interesting. I'll also throw in this. There's another person I mentioned last week. I may save this for later, but I'll just throw it out now. The I was thinking there's possibly a new suspect on the scene. I now regard that person that for whatever reason, they may be compromised. And so they're trying to run cover for the owner of the home. Meaning there is someone saying, 
you know, and I, I think he mentioned to me he was thinking of getting a new mattress. I don't believe that. I just think that somehow that other person saying that, and I know a lot of people this won't make sense, but um, that they're just kind of <clears throat> running cover for him, so to speak. So um, that's a lot. It's a new that to me, that's a new development. I, I don't know. Police are still pouring through a lot of videotape. Folks, I also want to just remind people that just because, number one, people will say, if there's a cell phone, that should, blah, blah. You know, not everybody has, you know, an expensive iPhone. A lot of these individuals just get the cheap flip phone. And then they just, you know, they use the card and so forth. They, they're like throwaway phones. Not everybody has the expensive phone. Those types of phones, you know, they don't have the technology of someone that has a more sophisticated. Some other people say of that, then they should be able to blah, 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 and track someone. Again, I want to remind people, from what we understand, half of the cameras at Ken Hospital don't work outside. Half of them don't work. Of course, that's incompetence. Of course, that is negligence. But that's if you're watching a CSI or a television show or a movie, everything works perfectly, right? Everything works fantastic. It's not like that in real life. There are things that sometimes they're supposed to work, but for whatever reason, somebody needed maintenance, repair, blah, 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 and then it doesn't go that way. So everything's not automatic. I also like someone, one more thing on this. Someone sent me a message. Well, how much, like, you know, this is going on for a long time. Listen, there's no statute limitation. I want to repeat, it's not a TV show. It's not quarter of 11. Well, CSI, one, CSI runs 10 to 11. So, like, what time is it in the show? The, the You know, and normally, a quarter of, they're getting ready to solve it. I, I, I repeat, it's not a movie. It's not a TV show. It's real life. This is not an easy case. I want to once again repeat, the owner of that home has not been charged with any crime. The police were there. He has not been named a suspect. As I've said, I think the police presence there for a month speaks volumes. I think the way I've been described, his demeanor... Um, I think, as I've said in the past, I think when this started, there were a circle of individuals who might be considered interesting. I think that has been narrowed. Um, and I also, I, I want to also be very clear. If I have a guest on, like a ladybug, it doesn't mean I share their, their views. It doesn't mean I share their views. So... Um, and some of the other stuff, you know, then there's some people that are just pretty reckless with what they put out there. So we, it, it just that it's an open investigation. Obviously, the work police are working on it. I have a lot of respect for the work police. Uh, not every case is easy, folks. And for different reasons, for different reasons, um, there can be difficult cases, let alone even if they do, the court system is way backed up. <clears throat> I want to remind people people like that Michael Marapisi that was March March of 2019 that still has not gone to trial think of that that was he went ballistic and murdered accused of murder of his girlfriend he's been locked up ever since that was right in um actually in Edgewood right on the border of Washington no yeah no that was right on the line of Providence and Cranston that's a Cranston case Washington Park, right in the line of, of Washington Park. But that is, um, that's March of 2019 or February, right in there. And so let's do the math. 20, 21, 22. That was, we're going on over three years ago. And that's a first, first degree murder. He's being held at the ACI. That is still not going to court yet. It, it's so rough on the families. It's so unfair you know, and th- these are the same judges with COVID that McKee gave the $3,000 bonuses to. All the judges with their lifetime appointments. So, um, folks, this portion of the John DePietro show 
I'm sorry. I just have some ointment that I'm using for my um, for once mosquito bites. I mean, that drives me absolutely ballistic. I hope this hasn't expired. I don't think so. I think I actually have to go today and get some more. Um, but, folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. Listen, you're listening right now. What time is it, Juan? It is 1236. Um, <clears throat> Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. They're located 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5, Smithfield, right up from Apple Valley. If you're in the car right now, just pop in there and look around. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 to 5, weekends by appointment. Since 1963, that kind of experience, kitchen, laundry appliances, a beautiful cooking showroom. Folks, and they have it all. You deal directly with the owner. They'll match or beat any package deal. And they have a great selection. They still, right now, now listen, they're saying we're going to get hit with some bad heat waves in July and August. They still have... A great selection, air conditioners for windows or built-in walls for senior apartments or condos, washers, dryers, dishwashers, refrigerators. Stop it and see them. Jay's Broadway Appliance. I was there just the other day. They're open right now, Monday through Friday, 10 to 5, Saturday and Sunday by appointment. And um, stop in and see them. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. Folks, as always, visit the website, depetro.com, which is brought by the Coesed Inn. So when I mention a lot of these businesses, it would certainly be nice if people would stop in and visit them for lunch or dinner. The Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick, Rhode Island tradition since 1977. They have that huge bar, lounge. The food is great. It's a nice crowd. Safe, plenty of free parking. The Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Now, I'm seeing some things about, um, I want to get caught up to speed. Um, Today is, I, I just... It's just so discouraging, folks, with what's going on with the Rhode Island State House uh, that you can see. Gun rights supporter Brenda Jacobs shared this statement ahead of Governor McKee signing. The governor is signing um, several pieces of legislation or law this afternoon, which will make law-abiding citizens felons within the next 180 days. The political maneuvering that occurred to get these... The political maneuvering that occurred to get these bills passed and the unprecedented shift away from the committee process should raise alarm bells for Rhode Islanders. The political leadership of the Senate disregarded the committee vote, whose members spent countless hours listening to testimony, evaluating the legislation presented before the committee. There needs to be a change in legislators that operate not to maintain their power, but for the benefit of all Rhode Islanders. Rhode Islanders need to believe in the legislative process, not backroom deals. No matter how you fall on a political issue, citizens must feel the process is consistent. The legislative process must be transparent and not dependent on a select few legislators that want to remain in power and disregard the will of the committee vote. We will remember in November. The voice of the people will not continue to be ignored. Brenda is terrific. I'm going to see if I can reach her next hour. Governor McKee, folks, uh, behind me, he is going to sign under the law. This is not going to do anything to improve safety for Rhode Islanders. It's all political. It's all, and I mean, it is all political. But I also want to remind people, as I was kind of, you know, alluding to in the first hour, um, two things have to happen. People have to run for office, and those in office have to stand up when it's, it's game time. You know, I've mentioned you have State Senator Jessica De La Cruz, and she was making, you know, a big, she, she bat, went back and forth with the Senate president, and they felt that they had done enough to get that bill logged lock deadlock in committee and then she was obviously very upset but what they don't mention is outgoing senate majority leader republican dennis algier didn't even show up to vote didn't even show up to vote it's not that that bill should have been deadlocked in committee it should have been defeated in committee it was deadlocked 
How is it that Republican minority leader? You know, I'll just say now, I've never, how to put this, I've never gotten that guy. I think he's useless. I've always thought he was useless. Go along to get along. Never challenges. Look at that. So the people that are upset, let's start off, you know, look what's going on in Texas. The way that these um, hardline Republicans were going after Dan Crenshaw, Rep. Crenshaw, as Tucker Carlson called him, I patch McCain. And then another one was going after Ted Cruz. You know, my message for State Senator Jessica De La Cruz, hey, listen, you want to be, you want to be the next Senate minority leader, start showing some real leadership. Dennis Algier let everybody down. He should be called out and condemned. But if you're going to give him a blanket pass, if there's no, right, if there's, if there's no consequences, if they can pull something like that off by not even showing up to vote, then, then what's the point? Then they can get away with it. I want to just respond to this person. <laughs> Hold on. No, no. The letters are too big, not the design. The letters are too big. <laughs> not the design. <laughs> the letters. This is someone very talented, Lori. She's designing something on with Juan. So I put, well, they'll, they'll put smaller letters, but now she makes the whole design smaller. No. On with one. And the design keeps getting smaller and smaller. No. No, the letters are too. All right. Anyhow, let me stay on track here, folks. I like Brenda Jacobs. I, um, you know, we reached out to her last week. She had something going on. I, um, now here's something else I just want to address. And this was someone who, again, very upset the way it went down. And um, I was encouraging them. This is an example. Now, I want to give credit to John Lugo. He was running for lieutenant governor. And um, he is now pulled out of that race. And I like this now. He's going to run against State Senator Michael McCaffrey. He's going to run against Michael McCaffrey. So uh, this comment, no one will run that honors the Constitution. If, if you take that tact, then, you, then it's completely hopeless. I won't give his full name, but Jason. I'm ready to, move, ready to move out of the state and give up. I responded, State Senator Dennis Algier did not show up to voting committee. How come no one is talking about that? I mean, Kathy Gregg reported on it. But he should be thrown out of the Republican Party right now. No one will run that honors the Constitution. Well, if you follow that, well, then there's absolutely no hope. And I mean, there's no hope. So what's happening at the Rhode Island State House? Now, I'll also say this, folks. If you miss, and again, let me just reset here. At 12, it's quarter one, 1245. It's John DiPietro. On AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Let's just be really clear. Governor McKee should not even, he he, he was not elected governor. Okay, he wasn't elected governor. He is fulfilling Raimondo's term. If that had been Aaron Ruggenberg, he would be the governor. So McKee hasn't been elected anything. McKee, Governor McKee, it's just, there's no principle Everything is political. Everything is how can I get votes? Everything is how can I win the Democrat primary? Period. End of story. There's nothing logical. It's throw money at this. Feel good legislation here. It is disgraceful. The fact that the state has a $13.6 billion budget is, is abs- it's, it's just a joke. These people are, you know, they, they would never... Do you think anyone would put these people in charge of a company that has that type of budget? 
It's too large. It's going to crash. They're also, they're locked in with Biden. This is disgraceful. The only hope is the state Senate. Years ago, Governor Kachiri was big on that. Uh, Rhode Island Governor John Kachiri was, was very big and put up a big push to try to get more people to run for the Senate. See, the House has more members, but you can block things in the Senate. What needs to happen right now at the Rhode Island State House is they need a logjam. Because right now, they're just rolling over. They're rolling over the people in the House. I like House Minority Leader Filippi. I like and respect Filippi, Patricia Morgan, uh, Mike Chippendale, Rep Chippendale, uh, Brian Newberry. But they are just getting, boom, uh, B.A., Barbara Anfield, they are steamrolling over the Republicans. The Senate, though, there's less members in the Senate. If, if five Republicans could get elected in the Rhode Island State Senate, boom, game change. Can't get anything passed. They could, bl- but this only works if they work as a block and work effectively as a block. You know, in the past, the House, a problem they had in the House is Republicans would peel off and cut their own deals with, with leadership. You can't have that. When you have a Senate minority leader, and I'm not trying to give a, a civics lesson here, but when you have a House minority leader or a civics lesson, he has to be able to say, listen, I have, just as an example, I got 15 votes. And if you want X, Y, and Z to pass, you've got to do the following. Otherwise, 15 votes are going no. Okay, everyone, it's all oars have to row in conjunction. Can't have people breaking off. That. That's State Senator Dennis Algier. I, I, you know, that guy, you want to talk about a gutless coward, had an opportunity to vote and didn't vote. And, and I, I also, I want to just remind people, um, listen, I, I think it's great when people go up to the state house and get involved. I do. But I want to just, um, but you know, it all comes down to what happens with the it what happens with the vote, right? With with whether or not what goes on in the room. For instance, and what I mean by that, um, let me just find that. I want to just be really, really clear about it. But um, what I mean is, listen, the, all the Celtics fans can cheer. Right, you're at the garden and the Celtics are in a tough game and w- w- without question um, you know they can cheer, they can cheer loud but ultimately when Jason Tatum's on the line he, he has to make the foul shot if Jason Tatum misses the foul shot you know, it all it ultimately comes down to the players on the court. And is it helpful to have people at the state house? Yes. Is it helpful to have people contact state senators and representatives? Absolutely. Yes, it is. But ultimately, that can't be a replacement. Conversely, if if you have five people outside in the hallway chanting then you know that if you have the votes in the room it it doesn't matter as much like the 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 organizations the groups that help push this gun legislation through they had some kind of presence but they were they were outnumbered they were outnumbered by the two-way community but the fact is they didn't need to have more because they had the votes. What ultimately matters the most, does it matter if there's 1,000 people at the Rhode Island State House in yellow shirts and cheering? Yes, it does matter. But ultimately, if you can't get the people in the room that have a chance to vote and have them vote, and more importantly, vote the way you want them to, then it doesn't matter if you have five people in the hallway or you have 5,000 in the hallway. Ultimately, it does not matter. 
Um, and I want to just find that exactly. I mean, I do have it, and I did see it, but that um, that to me was the the game changer right there. That and and he should not be given a free pass. State Senator Minority Leader Dennis Algier, he could have. It should have been that it was defeated, defeated, in, defeated. He didn't even vote when it went to the Senate. No vote, Dennis Algier. I mean, the guy is just a creep's creep. How is that possible? Game was on the line. So when you just, I want you to remember that. I want you to remember that when today people are going to be screaming up and down about the fact that McKee is going to sign. And and let me be very clear about this, folks. It's not going to, it's not going to do, it's not going to have any impact in any way. You know, the gun violence that we saw over the course of the weekend in, in Providence, um, it's just it's not going to have any bearing on on those individuals those those individuals that that were involved with the shootings in providence do you, do you think suddenly what they're gonna they're gonna follow oh okay we're not supposed to have a gun like they're not even supposed to have a gun they don't have a license to carry a gun or anything they're nothing like that they don't have a concealed carry they're criminals they're gang members so you think they're going to follow that? That's not going to do anything like that. And of course, the way that this went about, it's totally sleazy. But, you know, here's something else is, uh, I, again, see, I, I'm always torn with, I try to be supportive of the Rhode Island Republican Party. I've, I'm described by, by the media as one of the, their cheerleaders. But how come... Everyone doesn't know who was on the committee that deadlocked it at 6-6. How come everyone doesn't know and people have to search to find who it is that ultimately, you know, either did a non-vote or voted in favor of this new legislation? That, to me, that needs to be known because I'm willing to bet that there's a number of people, a number of people who don't even know, unaware, I should say, that their state senator actually, um, you know, voted in favor of this whole, this this gun bill. I think when, um, when people are being... You know, somewhat reasonable. There's two of the bills that don't make sense. But this business of just picking this arbitrary figure, that that's how they operate, folks. It's it's all about, you know, something else that I talk about that no one else talks about is the fact the lack of cooperation within law enforcement, with law enforcement from certain areas of, you know, like the city of Providence, which. There's a shooting, and then no one steps forward and cooperates with the police who was involved with the shooting. You never hear that talked about. You didn't hear that when the students walked out. Um, nothing like that, as a matter of fact. So, but I'm going to get into that a little bit more um, later. And also, folks, but, you know, today also is, in fact... It's going to be, we're going to see what's going to happen as far as the illegals and driver's licenses. Um, I, I don't, uh, unless there's a lot going on, but it's, it's so tough since we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You know, Governor McKee is putting that forward. That should be a game changer for people. This would, there's no reason for Rhode Island to grant this. Much the way the Biden White House is controlled by the Bernie Sanders agenda in the far left. The same could be said for the McKee, the McKee state state government right now. Um, this is a very progressive agenda. 
No one highlights the fact that you had a high profile accident less than, you know, two months ago, less than two months ago. A 76 year old woman was killed. An illegal alien took a illegal U-turn, Union Avenue, near Silver Lake, and ran her over. And it was a hit and run. Remember, this was the one. Then her family were mortified. The guy was sitting behind them in court. Turned himself in, and then it was in court on Monday. And out on bail, of course, what did we learn? He's from Guatemala. Surprise, surprise. He had a Massachusetts driver's license, and he lives in Providence. As I've said, no one even mentions the fact And he needed a translator in court, much like the Providence City Councilwoman. No one mentions the fact if you can't speak English, the odds that you can read English, if you can't speak it, you can't read it. So they, Governor McKee, oh, yeah, we're going to give all illegals a driver's license. Are are they going to start putting all the signs up in Spanish? You're just going to set these people loose? They're going to have driver's licenses. That is to encourage them to stay and really it's to encourage them to vote they are voting now but they want them the 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 license the license the legals that's a way to say to them we never want you to leave we want you to stay right here and they are draining rhode island draining the amount of money in the budget for all the special services that they need i don't hear a big push from the Republican Party on the driver's licenses. I think that's a voting issue. I do. You know, I may try to get a hold of Terry Gorman. I, and I think Terry's been a little under the weather, but there's, there's no rationale for it, folks. None. Governor McKee, they're part of the economy. They don't pay blanking taxes. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Propane Plus. Call them today, 401-885-4209. Thank you for the stars on Facebook. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. Propane Plus. Team's been there for three generations. They're available 24-7 for service and delivery. And they're going to serve you for a long time. Online billing, schedule your service delivery at the click of a button. It's Propane Plus. They have a very efficient website. It's propaneplus.com. Residential, commercial, just type in your zip code. Online at propaneplus.com. In Rhode Island, for propane service, call them 401-885-4209 for Propane Plus. Well, folks, it's 1259. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. By the way, more details are coming out of the school shooting and they've now figured out, or the, the report is, that those officers should have go, could have gone in and ended it within the first three minutes. Not 78 minutes, three minutes. All right, next hour is radio only, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can listen online at the website, debitro.com. I will be doing Facebook live stream, of course, later. And when there's breaking news, we'll be back on the other side after the one o'clock news.